Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. And don't forget, today it's a great day to start planning a little spring break getaway here in Mississippi. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And one of the best parts of visiting Mississippi small towns are getting to stroll down their main streets. And each main street is unique to the town that surrounds it. And joining us today on Good Things is Mr. Thomas Gregory. He is the Mississippi Main Street Association State Coordinator, along with Miss Amber. She is a member of the Columbus Main Street Board of Directors. She's also the Design Committee Chair. And they're going to share a really cool story that's happening in Columbus. Welcome, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. It's good to have you here, and it's so good to see the things that you guys are doing there on Main Street. But, Thomas, I'm going to let you kick us off with how this project we're fisting to learn about from Amber out of Columbus sort of fits into the broader vision for Main Street's association as a whole. Sure. So the Mississippi Main Street Association, we are a statewide organization, and we have local Main Street programs in about 50 communities across the state, and they all follow the Main Street approach. Um, and one of the key principles within that is uh, design and placemaking. And so um, we we work with our local programs to do placemaking projects that help make their downtowns uh, unique, vibrant destinations. And so the project that Amber is going to tell you about is it's just a really cool project that is sort of um, uh, all about uh, taking something that's ordinary, like a utility box that you see in downtowns uh, wherever you go, and introducing some public art um, in, into the downtown. So um, really cool project that we are excited to highlight today. So, Amber, if they're looking at supertalk.fm slash watch, they actually are getting to see a slideshow of some of the photos that you guys posted on your Columbus Main Street Facebook page of the okay. artwork on Adopt-A-Box pro, uh, project. But talk to us, how did this all come about? Tell us more about your Adopt-A-Box project. Well, we are constantly brainstorming about ways to beautify our downtown, you know, whether it be seasonal decorations, um permanent beautification projects. Um, anyway, this one came about, and we just kind of ran with it. Um, you know, all these unsightly utility boxes that grace pretty much every corner in, the, in our lovely downtown are just there and blah and, and not attractive looking. So um, we worked with our city and our public light and water department to get their approval um, to paint utility boxes throughout our downtown. We also um, were approved for our Historic Preservation Commission, and we got this project going. 
with one of our local favorite artists, and then we've had several come on since then. Um, we do have certain guidelines that we follow to make sure that we hope that we keep this project to a high standard. Um, any interested artists submit sketches beforehand that are approved by our design committee, and then they go and paint these boxes. And, um, and then we also seal them with a UV graffiti-proof sealant to make sure that they're there for years to come. I liked how you used, well, the gra- graffiti-proof sealant is always good, but the word graffiti, because typically you would think in towns you would have the murals or the graffiti and people would kind of be, ah, or turn their nose up to it. But now, Thomas, it seems like there's a lot of main streets across Mississippi who are sort of embracing this idea of intentional graffiti, we can use it that way, from murals to what they're doing in Columbus with the utility boxes and everything in between. Have people just really embrace their local artist? Yeah, and I think what you're describing is public art. And so uh, being able to bring art into a downtown is really all about what Main Street uh, strives to do. So help creating, uh, helping to create sort of a unique destination with unique artwork. Um, and I think the Adopt-A-Box program, you know, brings art and color to something really ordinary and makes it extraordinary and adds vibrancy to the downtown streetscape. Uh, and it provides something positive for people to talk about and to experience. Uh, one of the really uh, cool sort of outcomes from this project, I think, is because there's multiple painted utility boxes in downtown Columbus and there's more on the way, uh, it really creates almost an informal art trail in the downtown that gets people moving through through the downtown uh, on foot, which is what we want to see more of. And Amber, when y'all first launched, I guess, your first box, if you remember what it was, uh, you can share with us maybe what the depiction of, because the photos that we have, I think, was your latest one, which is of Mother Goose, who is a staple there in the Columbus um, area, and also just a great nursery rhyme reminder for all families, too. Um, what was the sort of the reaction for people when they first saw a utility box that maybe they passed that, like you said, were blah, and now it's, it's got a facelift? Well, you know, the response has been great. The first one um, is an artist that we approached that we have worked with in the past. And um, it's, I don't know if you can see it on your screen, it's the one with all the floral design on it. That's the first one that got us going in, I believe, September of 2019. And then after that, the program really gained traction, and we had artists contact us. Um, we've actually had a couple artists do multiple boxes because we were so happy with their work. So not only is it a way to beautify our downtown, but it's also a way to showcase our local artists. One of our artists that's painted two of the utility boxes um, recently opened up a art gallery in downtown. So um, it's just been a, a good story all around. It is a good story. And have you seen that people just stop and gather, as Thomas was saying, Amber, and probably taking their selfies or reading more about it or at least pausing and, you know, taking in the roses, so to speak. But now it's a utility box. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've seen people pose in front of them, um, you know, the creating hashtags and, and posting it on social media. So it's another way to um, promote our downtown as well. Thomas, it seems like our Mississippi Main Streets, they are, they have, the sky's the limit in creativity when it comes to ways to make their downtowns, you know, something for people to stop. It's a destination within a destination, right? I mean, you mentioned it has your own little art gallery there while you're going through the street. Are there any other kind of stories like that, kind of like Columbus, that you wouldn't mind highlighting today on Good Things? 
Well, I mean, I think one of the cool things about our association and the fact that we have programs across the state is that we uh, share good ideas that we come up with. And so, you know, the utility box project in Columbus, uh, they were sort of the first in the state to do it. But uh, our our local Main Street program in downtown Hattiesburg picked up on that, and they were able to implement a very similar uh, project there in downtown Hattiesburg. And I was talking with Amber earlier, and she said that the artist – uh, that painted um, one of the boxes in Columbus has actually done a public art project in uh, with our downtown Starkville program. And so uh, in the association, we share ideas um, and, and, you know, work to uh, implement them all across the state. So that's really the cool part of uh, being a member of the Mississippi Main Street Association. Okay, Amber, you are the directors and are the board of, on the board of directors for the Columbus Main Street Association as well as the design committee chair. How are you going to top Adopt-A-Box project? What's next for Columbus? Well, uh, this project can keep going and going um, because there, there's all kinds of, of things that we want painted throughout our downtown. But we have always got our wheels turning for the next project. So uh, just stay tuned for that one. But we always have fun things in the works. Um, in the meantime, I did want to uh, note how we fund these utility box projects. They're sponsored by local businesses. And that that sponsorship, it's an amount of $500, covers a stipend for the artist as well as all the painting supplies and projects, or excuse me, all the painting supplies. And we also list the sponsor as well as the artist along the bottom of the box. Well, that's really cool. And that kind of gives, too, a, an idea for someone listening that might want to bring that into their own town, whether they have a main street or not. I think anytime you can utilize public art, we won't call it graffiti anymore. I, I got that, 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 uh, rip off of you, Thomas. <laughs> it's not graffiti. It's public art. And that is true. That is definitely true. But it's trendy and it's hip and it's cool. And it's, you know, it's a conversational piece wherever you go downtown. So I absolutely, um, love it. If people want to see more of the boxes amber where where can they find your facebook page uh columbus main street and thomas if people want to know more about what's going on with the main street association or maybe even just learn more information on how getting their you know their town involved where can they go so definitely follow us on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at MS Main Street. Um, they can also visit our website at msmainstreet.com. All righty. Well, this is a great story to kick off good things today. I appreciate you both, and what a cool idea. Thanks for having us. All righty. Thanks, Amber. Thank you. Really cool stuff. If you missed the photos there at supertalk.fm slash watch, you can catch them over on uh, Facebook, whether it's their Facebook page or the Good Things Facebook. But we got more for you coming up next. I knew that I wouldn't. I feel good. I knew that I would. So good. So good. But I got you.
Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glockstep or online at bennelson.com. Gather here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi, plenty of unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And I hope you've taken time to go to our new website at the new supertalk.fm. You can listen and watch just about every show on demand. 
You'll also get exclusive Mississippi news from the Super Talk Mississippi News team. But every show you enjoy, every podcast, every news story, it's all now in one place for you, and that's over at supertalk.fm. But here on Good Things, we like to also congregate over on Facebook. It is the Book of Faces. If you're on it, you might as well go ahead and just join. You'll see cool headlines. I like to share some of Super Talk Mississippi's news headlines. And one that I want to make sure that doesn't get passed by today, if you've been in the group or not, is the fact that if you are familiar with the story way back when, like a year ago, when we started this silly thing called a pandemic, and everyone had to pivot their business model to sort of meet the needs that were needed or figure out a different plan um, to help, Cathead Distillery in central Mississippi started making their Comfort and Mercy hand sanitizer instead of their popular vodka <laughs> and other sort of adult beverages that I've, they have now sort of ventured out to. Um, but as you can imagine, it got popular real quick. You may remember the fact that they were at first only giving it to the Department of Health as well as to MEMA and some other things. Eventually, it came out for sale or offer to um, the public. But now they are slowly transitioning back to what they did first and what many would say they do best here in the state, which is make their um, artisan vodkas and other uh, beverages. So they actually decided they needed to get rid of some of that hand sanitizer that was taking up a store space or warehouse space. Instead of trying to sell it, they just donated 90,000 bottles of hand sanitizer and then 250,000 packets. That's a retail cost of over 500 thousand dollars um to the mississippi department of health so kudos to them for number one meeting a need that was needed a year ago and then number two just realizing hey that's still needed by a lot of our frontline workers and healthcare providers and they could put it to better use and then they can get back to doing what they what they love and what we all enjoy as well so you can catch headlines like that And then silly nonsense questions also over on the Good Things Facebook group, which I hope you also tune in here every day on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station to hear what is the burning question of the day is what our scary friend Scary Gary will walk into my office and ask me most days before the show. And I'll be darned if today is not National Toast Day. And usually there's multiple things to choose to celebrate on each day in terms of its national day. But today when I pulled up my email, it just said toast. It was National Toast Day. So I said, it's tough to compete with toast. I said, well, you know what? We will pay homage to a good old slice of toast. That is something that we all, I feel like, 99.9% of us have in common. If we don't eat it on the regular, we've eaten it. And we've probably eaten it more often in different phases or stages of your life. But, you know, toast is just kind of one of those things that's just in everybody's diet unless you're doing something odd. And even then, it's the thing you dream about doing or eating if you're on a strange, fad, or trendy type of diet. So bread makes people happy. So that means toasted bread makes you even happier as long as it's done to the perfect shade, I guess is the right word. Toastedness. Toastedness. 
that pleases you because that's where our individuality starts to come out. We're all common in the fact that we enjoy a good slice of toast or the meals that surround it or the toppings you choose to put on it. But then that's Twice where it ends. bread. Right. That's where it ends. Then it gets down real personal on do you like it from charred to just lightly toasted to everywhere in between. So if you have been on the Good Things Facebook group, you will see that there's a chart of nine different shades of toast. It's hard to sort of describe via the radio. So we just would rather you tell us on the text line how you like your toast, if it's very specific. And then if it's not, then just share maybe your favorite topping or meal that you enjoy with. And we're not talking about fancy toast. No French toast here, even though that does kind of fall into the category. Nothing weird and unusual. I'm just talking about a good old sliced bread in the toaster or in the oven. It pops out, and then, boom, what do you do with it next besides just eat it? What are you eating it with? 601-879-4395 on this National Toast Day. Rhino. I like my toast a little on the darker side. Maybe not burnt black, unless it's a particular. Unless the previous night was particularly egregious in the imbibing, in which case toast burnt black is a great hangover cure. I'm just letting you know. I learned that from you here on Good Things. Not that I've needed it. Just saying that I learned that. Didn't know it. But, but I do like toast on the darker side. Why is there a certain reason? I just feel like. It adds a little bit more flavor. I mean, bread is bread, and good bread tastes like good bread. Cheap bread, you're going to regret buying cheap bread. But toasting it, I feel like you just get more flavor out of it when it's a little more toasted. I agree, but I don't like mine. So that's where we differ. See, I like my steak the way you like your toast. You like your toast the way I... Wait. I like my toast the way you like your steak. (laughs) We're completely opposite because I do want it hot and a a little bit of like a a crunch to it. But I'm I'm much more on the side of it's just stiffened bread, hot stiffened bread. And then butter, apple butter would be a great topping for me or and I and I and I am trendy. I do like the avocado toast. I'm a dietitian. How I can what can I say? <laughs> it's I still abs- don't think I've ever had avocado toast. I wish you should have told me that. We would have completely celebrated today with some good old avocado toast. Uh, once you've tried it, you never go back. I mean think about it, it's just a big it's just a softer tortilla for guacamole. I mean, that's basically all it is. You just don't have the fajita toppings and all the things that normally go with it. But that's really all that you do, except you're in the morning, and now you call yourself having a healthy breakfast because it's avocado toast. And it just sounds a little bit fancier. Derek from Greenwood says, squeeze butter. Oh, man, that is a conversation in and of itself. I haven't heard of squeeze butter in a while. Squeeze butter, tons of cinnamon and sugar. Like till the bread is kind of soft. Mm. That does sound really good. Squeeze butter is also a key ingredient in uh, Mexican street corn. Man, I really hadn't thought about squeeze butter in a really long time. Butter lightly toasted and avocado slices. I'm with you. And Richard from Wiggins, you want egg drop. Oh, egg drop soup is better if you've had too many. But you said on hot dog buns. So you like toasted hot dog buns. Is that what you're... Well, cinnamon toast on hot dog buns. Cinnamon toast, excuse me. On, okay, you like using hot dog buns to make cinnamon toast out of. Which hot dog buns are a little sweeter than loaf bread. Right. And I guess that's true. And then, but if you say you don't even enjoy 
toast, then could you even go so far to say that that's like the original toast was grilled cheese? Because you can't really do a grilled cheese without it being Well, the original toast. toast was probably just somebody that left the bread next to the fire too long. You always wonder how these things happened, right? That had to have been an accident. That, and they were just like, wow, that tastes even better. <laughs> or it lasts longer. Or it sops up whatever stew was actually on the fire a little bit better. Lisa and Clara says toast with homemade strawberry figs. Ooh. Yes. Can I get a yes? Cheese, butter, blueberry jam for them. Absolutely. That is the way it should be on a morning or afternoon that's one of those things toast can really work at any meal and it also doesn't just have to be a breakfast thing there are a lot of sandwich places you go to now and they'll ask you do you want your bread toasted because it just adds that extra texture and density to the entire experience that you're fisking to have and if you wanted it one way and it came the other it's just not going to be the same experience that way and if you really are ticky about the way that you like your toast whether some people are adamant very. And then you have a child who likes to like turn knobs, and they turn knobs on the toaster, and you don't know it. Your waffles go in. Your toast goes in. You push the little button, and then it doesn't come out the way you had envisioned. You feel a little different about the whole meal. And I know some of you would toss it and start all over. Some may not. Rhino's like not wasting food in that respect, but some do. Some will be totally like, because can you put it back in the toaster and go again? It's, 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 I mean. You can't. No. no you have to start. You're not going to undo the toast. Well, I knew you can't undo. <laughs> I'm smart enough to realize you can't untoast bread. <laughs> Although, I don't know. I guess you could try wet, like sprinkling it with water. No. But can you. Toast it more. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, so if you... You can always add more toastiness until it's burnt. Until it's burnt. So if it's not toasted enough for you, you can pop it back in there and it would keep going. Correct. Science. STEM projects here on Good Things. (laughs) But try at your own risk. But stick with us. We have more for you up next. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. 
It's time for the annual RJ's Outboard Open House, March 12th through the 13th. Want to win a free boat? Then come on out to RJ's Outboard on Old Fannin Road between now and March 13th and register to win a brand new boat, motor, and trailer package courtesy of G3 Boats and Yamaha Outboards. While you're there, be sure to check out all of the G3 Boats and Yamaha Outboards RJ's has to offer. Boat drawing will be held Saturday, March 13th at 3 p.m. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reservoir. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Quality Preschool, Toddler, and Infant Care. Little Acorns Child Development Center. Now accepting applications for toddlers and infants. 601-965-5002. Little Acorns Child Development Center, 100 West Capitol Street in downtown Jackson at the Dr. A.H. McCoy Federal Building. We're accepting applications for both federal and non-federal children. You will go crazy for Little Acorns, where me, Sammy the Squirrel, will provide tons of fun, fun, fun. Here at Little Acorns, we provide developmentally appropriate curriculums, low staff-to-child ratios, degreed early childhood teachers in all rooms, delicious, healthy breakfast, lunch, and snacks. All teachers certified in infant and child CPR and pediatric first aid. Designated drop-off with health safety temperature screenings at our safe, secure, modern, and spacious facility. Call now for a spot for your Little Acorn today. 601-965-5002. Tell them Sammy sent you. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Speaker of the House Philip Gunn says the bill to eliminate the state income tax has, for the most part, been favorably received. Everybody who reads that bill and understands that bill is for that bill. The only people who are against the bill that I can tell are those who have a political agenda or those who have a self-serving interest at hand. In other words, their pocketbooks uh, are going to be affected. Under the bill, the sales tax would go up. Representative Trey Lamar explains. Currently, the general rate is currently 7%, gentlemen. It would increase 2.5% to 9.5%. What kind of impact would that have on local sales tax in cities statewide? Whatever they tax locally would be on top of the tax of the state rate. It is my understanding that the vast majority of those are only on prepared food and hotel rooms, things of that nature. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Mississippians want a medical marijuana program supported by doctors and patients. That's why 74% of Mississippi voters approved Initiative 65, the Doctors and Patients Medical Marijuana Initiative. And it's why they voted down the Politicians Initiative that would have postponed medical marijuana here in Mississippi. Now, the politicians who oppose medical marijuana outright are up to some new tricks. The politicians in Jackson are trying to pass a fake medical marijuana bill. To thwart the will of Mississippians, they just won't learn. We passed medical marijuana last fall, so patients who suffer from debilitating medical conditions can stop suffering. It's the will of the people. Call your legislator, 601-359-3770. Tell them you want medical marijuana like you voted for. Not the politician's scheme to stop it. Patients who suffer can't wait. 
Paid for by Mississippians for Compassionate Care. Gallo. The official designation of this date is what, sir? Sash Wednesday. Do you know what I'm giving up? Snow. I'm giving up snow and freezing rain. Gallo. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. News happens fast. There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi news is supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi news on air and online. supertalk.fm. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. People who eat avocado toast listen to this kind of music. <laughs> it is very millennial. <laughs> Good Things wants to remind you that there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you this new year. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out a little more. And for all of you who are awaiting the Super Talk Mississippi app, it is here for Apple and Android devices. So you can listen live on demand and get the latest news from across the state by going to your app store and downloading it today. And it's apparent by all of the grocery store shelves that all of you listening to Good Things should have all of the ingredients at home to enjoy a slice of toast tonight because it was one of the things that flew off the shelves post ice apocalypse or whatever it may be and i still think it's not from people hoarding i still say folks were just restocking and bread is just one of those things that you restock and if you're currently standing over a skillet with a tortilla in there trying to add butter and cinnamon sugar while giving us mean stares sorry sorry you didn't you didn't make it but i think now every day there's more bread bread trucks have been working their their tails off to get us all of our um all the carbs the cinnamon we, toast tortilla just doesn't quite work no it doesn't but today is actually national toast day and we're celebrating it for no other good reason than it's toast and i haven't met anyone that doesn't enjoy a good slice of toast but that kind of ends there it's very individualized how you like your perfect piece of toast from how dark you like it or crispy or crunchy or whatever you want to be to is it just warm is it just warm bread (laughs) and everywhere in between including the toppings i did do a little research though and found that we can actually thank the egyptians for toast you mentioned it does make sense huh so the history of toast is thought to date back as far as 30,000 years ago, according to archaeological evidence. That's one of those where I want to know what's the evidence. Like, tell me the evidence you found in a pyramid. They found a burnt crispy <laughs> junk that was in a rock. That was a rock. Well, what, what? Did you see the butter in the jam jar sitting there? Was there a cow bones near that... You thought maybe the but I mean, hey, I'm not knocking some of the science behind it. I get it. But it's still kind of funny to think about that there is archaeological evidence of toast 30,000 years ago. Now, now I just have the mental picture of like Indiana Jones with a paintbrush sweeping <laughs> dirt off of a toaster. <laughs> oh, that shouldn't be as funny as it, it is in my head. 
Other in other sort of history with toast, a trencher was a piece of stale bread that food was once served on in medieval times. So once the trencher had soaked up the juices of the meal, only then could it be eaten. So bread was considered so important that it made up the table setting. Bread was sometimes used as an offering even to the ancient uh, ancient Greece gods. I think that's kind of interesting here. You wonder, did the gods get angry if it was dark toast versus lightly crispy toast or... Or anywhere in between, or did you did you eat the burnt toast and then offer the good medium toast to the gods? Sounds like that so was just a questions. great way to use stale bread because I mean the stale bread it gets <laughs> too hard to eat, but then you get a nice big juicy steak on top of it, and after you've used that stale bread as a plate, it it it's got all that au jus in there. That's whoever that you bring up a good point, Rhino. Whoever said, you know what? I bet the gods would like this burnt goodness, the staleness. Let's just take it over here and put it there. Look how spiritual we are. <laughs> yes, no. But at one time, white bread used to be considered the rich man's food, while whole wheat was only for those uh, for the poor. Whereas today, that has pretty much switched, where whole grain bread or Wheat bread is generally more expensive now in your grocery stores than your white bread is. And pretty much since the beginning of butter, it has been put on toast. So that's pretty interesting. It is one of those things you don't think about. I mean, you eat it all throughout your lifespan. It is a staple. It goes well with certain foods or food experiences. You use it for a utensil as much as you use it for, uh, you know, it's it's like a canvas. It really it's basically is. a giant cracker. It's basically a giant cracker. You've, you've turned bread into big cracker. <laughs> I've never thought of peanut butter and syrup, though, on a piece of toast, but I would Peanut butter it. and anything sweet on anything carb is good. Jeff in Oxford says, peanut butter sandwich on medium well toast with a big old glass of cold milk. Mm. You're missing the banana, and I would be rocking and rolling in with it. And Richard from Wiggins said, so you're saying toast it like an Egyptian. Yes, we can thank the Egyptians for for you enjoying your many different ways for for toast. Is there anywhere you don't like toast? I mean, because even if you didn't have cornbread or Biscuits. I mean, toast may not be the first thing that you would jump to, but it, I mean, you know. I can't think of anything where you traditionally have bread where toast doesn't make it better. True. So you're saying that toast would trump normal bread. Normal bread anywhere. The only thing, only thing I can think of where it might be a little cumbersome is those Hawaiian bread bowls that you put like spinach dip in. Mm-hmm. If you toasted that thing, I don't know that it's going to make a whole lot of difference. No, then it just becomes a weapon. Like a, like a, what are those things that they, the jab, like what's the, the ice with the big ball and the curling, root, curling. Then it becomes, yeah, it becomes a curling rock. A, yeah. A curling rock. <laughs> it looks like one, doesn't it? You could tell if you toasted it or over baked it, you could totally use that. For curling rock. Although now that I say that, I imagine if you took a hunk of brie and put it in there and then popped that in the oven, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. It's absolutely. And I'm sure there's some Guinness World Book of Records around toast. I didn't find any of those recently. But I do keep a running list of some of the... I mean, there's artwork made from toast. 
Is there? Oh, well, yeah, where they line up all the different pieces of, of sliced bread, and uh-huh. then using a torch, they darken different pieces uh-huh. of bread differently and make artwork. That's impressive. I'll have to say that's impressive. But every now and then I start keeping a list of impressive Guinness World Book of Record Breakers. That because I just find it interesting that people find it interesting to try to hold these records and put themselves through, I don't know, like why type things just to say that they have the world record of doing it. One that came because you can literally have your name in the record books. Yes, kind of like you can literally have a national day for just about anything as long as you submit it and somebody. You know what? That would be a good thing to figure out is how do you get a national day? I think we've done that before. But back to the Guinness world record things. I saw a 59-year-old Italian weightlifter broke a Guinness world record by holding 220.46-pound deadlift for six minutes and three seconds. At first, I thought to myself, because I've picked up 220 pounds before, and I thought, huh, that's not very impressive. But then I thought, well, how quick did you put that back down, Rebecca? I mean, getting it up there is one thing. Keeping it up there for six minutes and three seconds is kind of, is kind of, you know, something I've never even thought to do to see if I could hold on to or or whatever. But apparently, his name is Marcello Ferrari, and he holds multiple Guinness World Records for weightlifting. His longest deadlift, the two hundred twenty-four six pounds, was his first time to do it in two thousand and nineteen. He only held it for two minutes. And seven seconds. And then he tried it again for three minutes. And so he's broke it for the third time for the six <laughs> for the six minute mark. Hey, I wonder if I can break this record. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh, well, that, that wasn't that hard. I could really train up and do that better. And then next time, oh, I broke my own record. So this is one, though, I feel like anybody who's in the physical fitness realm of like it being a hobby for you, particularly weightlifting. It may not be that exact amount. I mean, depending on his size and his body weight. I mean, somebody who's, you know, three. He could have physiological advantages. We don't know. We don't. Yeah. I mean, I could look him up. He is 59, but still, I mean, you know, I, I, you, I could hold 65 pounds for six minutes. I know that for sure. But I wonder what it's relative to beside the point. But that's something you could actually try without like, I mean, you let go if you let go. But he talked about how he trained. He said it wasn't only physical endeavor, but it was also a mental one. Obviously, he'd have to work his grip strength if you want to talk about well, that. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, because if you start thinking about it, your your grip just goes and then bloop. Well, not even that. He's talking about mental training. You Six minutes doesn't seem like a lot of time until you are in a situation where you're focused on a single task or goal and time seems to stop. Because you're so focused on that one thing or you're in such a stressed state. So you would have to have a little bit of mental training just to mentally, all right, I know I'm focused on this. I know it seems like time is crawling, but it is still moving. So got to stay in the game. Got to keep going. When the whole planking craze took over the interwebs, you don't know how long a second is. 30 seconds. A minute until you start trying to keep your butt off the ground <laughs> in a plank position for as long as humanly possible. You start to sweat. Those seconds turn into what feels like minutes, which turns into feel like hours. And it's not necessarily your body wanting to give up. It's your brain going, stop. Stop, stop. doing this to me. Stop. But don't stop listening to good things. We've got more for you up next. 
Gallo here for AC Experts and William Overstreet. I've never seen anybody more thorough. 28 years experience in everything from maintenance to installation with upfront pricing on everything. Discounts for senior citizens, military first responders. Count on William at AC Experts at 769-237-COOL. You can email theacexperts at yahoo.com and on Facebook at AC Experts. And if you mention me, you'll get $50 off your service call. And if you didn't get the number, tweet me or text me personally and I'll send you the contact for the AC Experts. Highly recommended. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Mississippi prisons are in crisis because of extremely long sentences and parole laws that offer no way out. These laws are costing us millions and don't make us any safer. State lawmakers are considering solutions that safely reduce the prison population. They need our support. Without reform, we all pay. Families, communities, and taxpayers. We can fix this crisis, but only if we act now. Paid for by Forward.us. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close, the New York Cotton Exchange May cotton was down 400 to 89.69. July cotton was down 396 to 90.37. The close, the Chicago Board of Trade May soybeans were down 18 and a quarter to 14.07 and a half per bushel. July soybeans were down 14 and three quarters to 13.97 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was down seven and a quarter to 5.49 and three quarters per bushel. July corn was down seven and a half to 5.39 and three quarters. Per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was down 55 to 121.67. June live cattle was down 60 to 119.50. April feeders up 32 to 145.07. May feeders up 42 to 147.22. And at this hour, Dow Jones is down 389 points, 31,573. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Are you stuck inside but still looking for bargains on new and secondhand goods? Try HiBid.com, the online auction site for just about anything. HiBid.com offers a safe and easy way to find hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. From rare coins to fine jewelry, tools to vintage toys, and classic cars to real estate. HiBid.com has it all. HiBid.com makes it easy to find what you're looking for, and the site is simple to use. HiBid.com, that's H-I-B-I-D.com. And start discovering great deals today. Winter break is coming to an end for cattle parasites, so start your parasite fight now. With Safeguard Feed Formulations, keeping up that fight is easier than ever. Available in blocks, cubes, pellets, or free-choice mineral, Safeguard Feed Formulations are the convenient, labor-saving way to deworm cattle on grass. Simply add it to your current feed and mineral program. No processing, no shoot, no added stress. Remember to consult your veterinarian for assistance in the diagnosis, treatment, and control of parasitism. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. more time i'm going to remind you to not delay on planning a mississippi getaway you can go to visit mississippi.org and explore a little more and don't forget too on sundays you can get a dose of sports if you would like to you can find out what the story behind the stats each sunday morning on sports sunday with michael borky it starts at 8 a.m and you can listen online at supertalk.fm or you can watch the show on supertalk tv which is also found at supertalk.fm FM. And we were leaving, we left you talking sort of about uh, odd and strange Guinness World Records. I don't know why this falls into my guilty pleasures. I don't like all of them that come down the pipe, but some of them you just go, huh, when you see them. And so much so that I had a friend send me one the other day. Now, this is an older one. This was actually set back in 1765, but it was one that made my jaw drop. And it'll probably make yours drop as well. The Guinness World Record for most children born to one mother goes to Miss Valentina, the wife of a Russian peasant, Fedora. She birthed 69 babies between 1725 and 1765. She had 69 children, 16 pairs of twins, seven sets of triplets, four sets of quadruplets, 67 of them survived. She only lost one set of twins in the 40 years that woman stayed pregnant. Lord, help my girl parts. (laughs) That is a lot of labor and delivery. You would think after a while they just had a system going. (laughs) Oh, it's birthing season again. I mean, why didn't that man run away or separate, or, excuse me, or sleep in a different area? That's that one of those where you, you you ask, you know how that happens, right? Yes, but you know, you're talking about 1765. I don't. I mean, a lot of toast was eaten in that family, or not eaten, or spared, or whatever it may be. But there is an um, an Idaho couple. Who knows how to keep this from happening? They broke the Guinness World Book of Records for the husband wearing 35 T-shirts in one minute, putting on 35 T-shirts in one minute. So you just put on as thick of a layer as you can possibly endure, and that'll keep you apart for sure. So this is real. His name's David. He had broken more than 150 Guinness records to promote STEM education. I think that's kind of cool. But 150, man, you really this is this has become a career for you, not just a hobby. But his wife, uh, Jennifer, they wanted they attempted the record in summer of 2020, but they, they only managed to put on 32 shirts in a minute. So they were disqualified because they didn't reach the whatever, whatever the previous one was. So they came back with a vengeance and they practiced and they practiced and they laid it out. And if you watch the video, there's a system to how they do it. So they were able to get 35 T-shirts on in 60 seconds, beating the previous record of 31 T-shirts. So 
took teamwork. It took a lot of layering and planning and sizing of the shirts. And if you ever want to know what the Michelin Man looks like in real life, that is pretty much what this gentleman looked like after 35 layers. Like Joey from that episode of Friends. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Could I be wearing any more clothes? Mm-hmm. And I knew you guys would take to that story about the lady with the 69 kids, Richard from Wiggins. <laughs> yes, you walked back in in an odd probably time, and Keith and Vaden said that is that man is probably proud of himself. And I guess, you know, there is, comes a, at 1765, I guess you are pretty proud of yourself. And I can't read that on air, Darius, but uh, if, if, if they had that many kids, I don't think that's what was going on. <laughs> and high five to both of them. We got one. I was there and helped through everything. They let me because you're a nurse practitioner. Yes, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sure by the 69th kid. It was all hands on deck, or no, probably not. She probably went out to the stables by herself with a cup of coffee <laughs> and some toast, and then came back and said, "Oh, we got it's a here's another one." I mean, think about it though: <laughs> the fact that the human body could do that that many times is fascinating to me. The fact that her body just didn't say no and just quit. Made from different stuff. Yeah, they don't make they don't make uteruses like they used to. <laughs> nope, no, they don't. That seventeen sixty five model is just it's a rare breed for sure. So yeah, interesting stuff. You never know what you will learn whenever you chime in to good things. We are here for you. We are your <laughs> radio happy hour for sure. <laughs> they had never mind. <laughs> <laughs> At what point it no longer takes an hour? Let's just put it there. Stick with us, though. We got more for you coming up next here on Super Talk. You got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6, but Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.